Hello, um, I'm back with, um, another episode. Um, I'm kind of whispering right now because everyone is kind of asleep. <laughs> I don't know why I literally wait to do things like this when everyone is asleep. But, um, <clears throat> so what I wanted to talk about today is, um, so I was in the group chat on Twitter and, uh, Lauren and Ramaya and um Nasia I think that's how you pronounce her name I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing it right <laughs> but um they suggested that I should do a show today based on you know um the past women of WWE and how they don't get any credit and you know um that is something that's been a fight for so long like for me um I think it started like right after Wrestlemania 32 they had a um what did they they had a um the women's revolution documentary or 24 or whatever and um they were basically you know they were basically basically saying that the women's evolution didn't start until you know, Sasha and Charlotte and Becky came up to the main roster. And I just always thought, like, that was a slap in the face to every single woman who have paved the way for them. You know, I always felt like that was so disrespectful because I knew I grew up watching the likes of China and Ivory and Molly Holly and um, Victoria and Jazz and Jacqueline and Lita and um you know of course Trish but they were already mentioned um I grew up watching Mickey James, Melina, Beth Phoenix, um Ashley Macero, <clears throat> Tori Wilson, Stacy Keebler. Um yeah. I grew up watching some great women and you know it's like seeing them not get the credit that they deserve like for helping create this women's evolution it just it drove me to a point where I was like something's gotta change and then you know they kept going on about it they were literally never given any woman besides Trish and Lita from the past never given them credit they never gave China credit until I think after her death that's when they started to credit China when she died and that's that's honestly sad that's really sad um but yeah they didn't they didn't give her any credit until after she passed um they didn't even mention mickey until after they brought her back like they never talked about anything that mickey did you know until she returned like when she returned that's when they all want to remember her and say, oh, well, you know, she's the legendary this and that. You know, keep that same energy because she is one of those women who help knock down doors. And you have to realize that. And then, you know, they start doing the um, the picking and choosing from different eras. Like, I don't like that. They handpick. They go to different, like, they handpick a few women and by a few um a few women from the Attitude Era, and by a few women, I mean Trish and Lita. They go to the roots of 
ruthless aggression era and they handpick a few women like Trish and Lita and you know Beth Phoenix but they they just overlook everyone else they skip the divas era and they just go straight to the new era and I think that's that was bogus and I think that was so disrespectful like women who weren't given much you know barely had tv time barely had time in a match and it wasn't their fault it wasn't their fault at all so you know I was just always trying to help you know by fighting for them and you know reminding people like they exist too you know it was and 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 I'll show you and and this is another example okay so I'm sure some of you remember this I think this was last year if I'm not mistaken I think yeah it was it was last year um um WWE made a list of the most classic falls count anywhere matches they had like they had, yeah they had the men's matches on there and they only put two of the falls count anywhere women's matches and I think only three has happened so far in history for the women and they left off the women who did it first Melina and Mickey James I just at that point I was like what like how they put Charlotte and Sasha's match and you know I'm not mad at that because that was a great match that was a great match you know I'm not mad that they you know I'm not like how can I say this <laughs> I'm not mad that they put that match on there and Nikki and Natalia's you know I was just upset that they left off Mickey and Molina's because I feel like that was so disrespectful. They were the first women to do it, so why leave it off? And you know, that's that was that's just something, you know, and, and they never put Molina in any of their like little video package for the women's evolution. And, you know, just like Michelle McCool said on uh Vicky's podcast, like whenever they'd um talk about the women's evolution they you know give the women some of the women credit from the attitude era <clears throat> excuse me and um they go straight to the to the ruthless aggression era and they give some of them credit and then they skip right past the divas era and go straight to today's era and i was like yeah that's disrespectful that's very disrespectful because these are women who sacrificed they fought they wanted more they wanted change couldn't get it you know no one was really standing behind them and I wish people would really open their eyes and just you know see that <clears throat> I wish that you know they could just really see what those women brought to the table because in the divas era say what you want but they had their own like they had their own period like they had their own looks had their own style had their own gimmicks like nothing was the same in the divas era like literally all of them have their own thing and there's that's so much missed opportunities there and you've had matches where you you've had women who killed it but didn't have much time to create a classic you know um one of those matches of course for me is Melina 
versus uh, Michelle McCool at Night of Champions 2009. They took a they took a stand for uh, women's wrestling. They took a stand for change, you know, and they just showed them like we can do whatever the men can do, you know, only better, of course. <laughs> but yeah, like they took a stand, and you know they that that was to me that was. That was a silent fight right there. I think that is where it sparked for women to really go all out. Now, when I say this, I don't discredit anybody, you know, because there was some good matches that came out of the Divas era. But I, <clears throat> I just feel that that match, in my opinion, in my heart, I feel like, that was a silent fight. That was, I think, a spark was lit from that match, and you know, it, it carried on. It carried on like five years later. I know that's a long time, but well, not even five years later. I think, it, yeah, it was six. It was six, six years later. You know, um, I still feel like that's right there is in a. An accomplishment either way you put it because they fought for a change and if you ask me they're some of the reasons why women are able to go all out in every match and kill it so yeah but yeah um the past women always seems to get done dirty especially the ones who came from the divas era like if you didn't come from the attitude era or the ruthless aggression era, I don't think they'll ever, you know, get credit. You know, because everyone act like Diva was such a bad thing. It didn't even have to be that. They didn't even have to put up a fight head. WWE not gave them a chance from the beginning. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> like, if you would have given them a chance at the beginning... There would have to be no hashtag give divas a chance, hashtag this, hashtag this and that, you know. But they definitely held back divas. I feel like, man, like if they were given opportunities, imagine the things Gail Kim would have accomplished. Or imagine the things that, you know, um, Kelly Kelly and and Maria, and Layla, you know, had, let, let me put it this way, had they took everything seriously, and the girls got more training, and they were letting them go all out, I feel like we could have had so many household names come out the Divas era, so many, and we could have had so many classic matches. <clears throat> and then they want to portray it as the evolution didn't start until 2015. No, that's when you decided to start taking it seriously. That's not when it started. Let me just clear that up. That's not when the WWE women's evolution began. It is not. I've been telling everyone this 
there has always been an evolution in WWE for the women. They just decided to start taking it seriously in 2015. And that's just how I feel. And I feel like they're trying to make the girls today like this, you know, these saviors when... Like, no, you had you you can't say that when you've had generations of legends come before them, kill it, build foundations, you know, and break down doors. Like, you just can't say that. And then they continue to look over AJ Lee. How can you look over someone who made a difference, made a change, like... AJ is, she may be little, but she really broke down doors. She broke down some serious doors, and she doesn't even get the credit she deserves. And I honestly don't know why, but that's just, I guess that's just how they operate. <clears throat> that's just how the WWE operates they go by what they see and they don't really care about what we think it's pretty much thumbs up Vince McMahon and another thing Stephanie or should I say Stephony I don't think for one second that she is genuine at all I'm sorry everyone has these high respects for her because most of you, I know your favorites are from this era, so you're going to praise Stephanie. You're going to love Stephanie. I get it. I get it. But me, I see right through her. She is funny as, as they come. If she was all, if she was all about woman empowerment, then it, there wouldn't have had to be a fight for a woman's evolution. Where was she? Where was this women empowerment when the divas were having 30-second matches, bikini contests, bra and panties matches? Um, what else? Um, they Yeah, they were having these, like, pointless battle royals. Like, where, were, where was your woman empowerment then, Stephanie? Stephanie, she just, I think she's, she, you know, she's just like our father. She loves attention. She loves the spotlight. And every time you see the women, like, getting attention on themselves, she'll try to come back in any way to try to take that away from them. Who announced the first ever Women's Warrior Rumble? Who announced the first ever all-women's pay-per-view? Oh, that's right. She did. She did. And you want to know why? It wasn't because of her. It was because of them. But she saw a spotlight. She saw it. And matter of fact, who who announced Sasha and Bailey? I mean not Bailey, um, excuse me. Sasha, Bailey, and Charlotte's not Bailey. Why do I keep saying Bailey? Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte's debut. She did. And she wants to make it seem like you, the fans, made this happen. You know something, Stephanie? Us fans also want to change for the Divas back then, but where were you? Where were you? 
they're getting matches cut left and right. They can't do this in the ring. They're getting yelled at because their moves look too good. They're over here, yeah, like, getting their matches scraped, having 30-second matches, getting yelled at because their moves look too good. Where were your women empowerment then, Stephanie? We're all waiting. She only comes around when the women start doing good for themselves and they get the spotlight because she wants to be a part of it. She always wants to be a part of something. Just And here's another example. When Rhonda and, um, and Charlotte and Becky had their feud... Who came out to announce that they were going to main event WrestleMania? She did. See, she's always in the spotlight. She's always going to insert herself into the spotlight when it doesn't involve her. She didn't do a damn thing. And I know some of y'all love her and you praise her because you think that she's the savior for women's wrestling when she's really not. I see right through Stephanie. She's phony. She's phony. Just like Monday when she appeared on the Titantron and announced the match for Sasha. She just had to come back, right? And announce it. She wants to be a part of everything that the women create. Everything. She just had to be out at ringside when the women's when the first ever women's Royal Rumble took place, she has to be on commentary, right? Because she wants the spotlight. She wants it so badly. She, Stephanie is going to always, always want the spotlight. But yeah, she did absolutely nothing when the Divas were struggling when they were suffering they didn't have no support all I have to say Stephanie is where was your woman empowerment then where was it I'm still waiting on it to be honest so whenever she has these little stories of women have always always fought to make their voices heard like all that like it it doesn't mean anything to me because if she really meant it she would have stuck up for the women a long time ago but she didn't she didn't so her words really mean nothing to me they don't because she's an attention seeker i lost respect for stephanie a long time ago and i have stopped believing in her words a long time ago. You're not about women empowerment. You're about the spotlight and the money. You're just like your old man. Yeah, I said it. I said it because her being a a huge women authority figure backstage, you know, you would think that she would speak up for the women and try to make change but yet she didn't they had to go through all of that by themselves 
as far as I know, the only person who really went hard for the divas or the past women was Fit Finley. That was it. I, I never heard Stephanie's name come up once. So, yeah, I think it's bogus that um those women never get the credit that they deserve. I think Stephanie's a phony. Um, what else is next? You know, if Evolution 2 does happen, I'm sure she's going to announce that too. Um, but, um, yeah, if Evolution 2 hap- uh, happens, I would be very happy for the women. They've earned it. They are the most important part of the shows nowadays. And, um, yeah, I really hope that uh, we can see some great dream matches. If Evolution 2 does happen, you know I want to see the paparazzi princess Melina there. Um, yeah, I just want to see her come back. want to see her do some awesome things. Um, possibly teaming up with Naomi. Or facing Sasha Banks. That'll be my... That is my ultimate dream match. Like, I want to see that match so bad. You guys do not understand. I just want them... Like, it doesn't even have to be for a championship, to be honest. It doesn't even have to be for a title. It doesn't even have to be a stipulation. Like, I just want Melina and Sasha in the ring at the same time. They could even be a tag team. Like, I don't even care at this point. Like, I just need Melina and Sasha in the WWE ring. That's it. <laughs> but I'm switching gears here. Um, On a serious note, I do want to talk about Melina uh, following me on Twitter. Because I said I was going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, her following me. Oh, man. That, that absolutely means the world to me. Um... She's such a sweetheart. Like, she is so amazing. She always makes my day. Anytime she likes my tweet, anytime she, you know, uh, reply to my tweet, like, my heart just jumps, you know, because she just makes me so happy. Um, yeah, so being followed by, you know, one of your idols, I mean, that's so cool. And that's it's so surreal. Like, every day I, I go to her profile and I just make sure, like, I have to make sure, is this real? Am I dreaming? Like, you know, um, because I can't believe that she follows me. Like, this is, it, like I said, every time I think about it, every time she just interact with me, my heart just do backflips because I'm just beyond happy. She is just, oh, she's amazing. I love her so, so, so much. And, um, yeah, this, this fight, man, like, hashtag we want Melina, like, this this will not stop you know um we're on a mission like i said on twitter we have a vision and that and i'm not gonna stop at anything like i'm gonna make that vision into reality and it you know it would be very nice if some would join in (laughs) but um even if not like i'm gonna go hard for her like there's no stop there's no quitting I really want her back. Like, and this is not just something that happened this year, like, or after she followed me. I've been wanting Melina back in the WWE. And and a lot of people who've known me over the years on Twitter should know, like, 
I've always wanted her to come back. I uh, always um, just wanted her to come back and have a lot of great matches with a lot of the girls today. And um, she's the reason I joined Twitter, to be honest. (laughs) And uh, speaking of returns, today marks a year since Royal Reunion when she returned. I don't really want to talk about that because I really thought that she was going to come back and at least get to do her entrance, but none happened. Yeah, it didn't happen. (laughs) So we don't, I don't want to speak on that because that was such a disappointment, but you know, seeing her happy that she got that return, like that was, that was something to watch she was you could tell she was very happy to be there and this is why I'm on this mission to get her back full-time like come on guys hashtag we want Melina like let's get it trending like it'll never stop this I will always say this I have a vision that will soon become a reality yes I will not stop at anything so uh, I'm going to take a break for right now, but consider this as part one and I'll be back with part two.